Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. Hi, everybody. I am Sandy. I'm Al. This is Al, and we are going to have a conversation. This is a bit of a surprise conversation for Al. I have no idea. Because we don't normally on, okay. converse on whatever day of the week it is right we now. We converse every day, just well, not we, in front of a camera. We do. Okay. So we were talking earlier this week at our, master, or our marketing mastermind, and I was talking about how our last conversation that we had, we got so many people talking about having watched it. We made a lot of really good points that had people thinking about what to do for the future. And I was thinking, I wish that more often I felt so zippy, zesty, so zesty about a topic, I think is what I said. And I was just upstairs in the office and I was reading a headline. And it got me thinking that I have something zesty I'd like to talk about today. Two things actually. Number one is a career in the skilled trades. And number two is putting content online for people to find it. So a specific example, this morning I got to the office and I went to feed the koi fish and the koi fish were so strange. They were super active, swimming around. It looked like some were getting pushed out of the water. I wasn't quite sure what was happening. So I went to the computer to Google, why are my koi fish acting aggressive? And we have some puppies that are also acting aggressive. So I searched for some possible causes of why koi fish would be feeling aggressive or their behaviors. And I found a lot of different blogs about what they were doing. And I wanted to start talking about this because you and I have talked for so long about how video is so important. And everybody says, I don't know if I have anything to say. I'm not really sure, da da da. Okay, so in the moment when I wanted information today, I didn't want to read a textbook telling me about the behavioral patterns of koi fish. I wanted to go online. I wanted to see somebody else say, my koi fish once acted like this, and here's what they were doing, and here's what I found. And that is exactly the type of information I'm looking for. I am not looking for the expert of all experts, and I'm not looking for the scientific definitions. Well, technical, yeah. I was looking for real people talking about real things that could give me an answer to my question very Bob. quickly. Bob, come here, because you are acting very aggressively. So when you have a dog, and you're trying to do a conversation and the dog is barking, then if you call them over to you, they will stop. Sometimes the, other one won't. sometimes the heckler will follow them over, but here we are. So yeah, what do you think about that in video? And how many times a day do you, I, or we're in a meeting and everybody is constantly looking up, you know, is the North Pole and the South Pole, like are they the same temperatures? And what is equidistant to the South Pole like we are from here. Bob, come here. Emmy, come here. So, so people are looking things up all the time. All the time, yeah. there's no doubt about it. I I can think of, it's like many examples, just being in the car, in the truck the last few days, 
and wondering something and having one of the girls look it up. Well, mm -hmm. here's the answer. And we live in that world where it's very easy to get information, but someone has to put that information there. Yeah. Uh, another example that just happened yesterday or maybe the day before is we took the concrete saw apart, the electric, uh, the gas one, tried to figure out why it's not running. And I went to look to see if I could find the owner's manual for it because I knew I had it somewhere. And in the interim of that, Zach had his phone out and he was watching something about, he obviously looked up the brand and the making the model and he was looking for information right there on his phone. Yeah. And had someone not taken the time to show you how you take apart this particular saw, mm -hmm. he would have been left trying to figure it out on his own or wait for me to get back with a manual that I never found. Right. So there's, when I pay attention, this happens all the time. So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. I also, prior to you getting to the office this morning, had witnessed the same thing with the fish, but because I'm on so many koi Facebook pages, I was a little bit more aware on the front side of what was going on. Okay. So I didn't have to go and look immediately, just looking at their behavior and seeing how they were doing what they were doing, I knew what was happening. Because you are on a lot of pages where people are just showing and telling. Real people telling. Here's, mm -hmm. here's my koi pond and here's what is happening today. I wanna, I wanna make a point about that. It was really interesting today, this morning as a matter of fact, someone had shown a video feeding my koi and they were throwing the feed in there and the pond was covered with plants. And out of the plants come these big koi and it was really kind of cool. But some some troll, some somebody said, well, if you're gonna have so many plants, why don't you just give your koi away? Cause obviously you just want plants. And I loved it because someone else in the group said, it's not your pond. They can do whatever they want with their pond, however they want it. But it was really good because it, it was this, it was a way of telling someone that just because your way, right. you think is right, doesn't make it right for someone else. And clearly these people were enjoying this pond full of plants with these big koi. They, they, they were joking, several of their comments were, you know, it looks like a whale coming out of them. Mm. Clearly these aren't brand new koi. These are five, 10, 15, 20 year old fish. Yeah. So it was just interesting how well, there's I, a, a bit of a self-governance there. So I think before people post online, that's the biggest fear. The biggest fear is that you'll put something out and somebody won't like it. So you'll get negative comments or people won't like you. And that happens. And guess After. what? People, some people are going to like you. Some people are just not going to like you or your way, no matter what you do. And it's okay. You've got to take that healthier mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. perspective that I'm sharing to share and don't tolerate hecklers. I mean, sometimes a debate, that's one thing. Sure. Or getting into a constructive conversation, but don't ever take the bait from a troll. Just eliminate it altogether. Even if people mean well, I think sometimes they don't come across that way. And if we try to engage or if we try to make everybody happy and even in the responses to some of those negative comments, you can't win. I think if anything, the current political 
uh, climate has shown us that once a mob mentality kind of takes over, and whether that's online in comments or if it's in real life, just shut it down. Yeah, you can't you can't reorganize that into something constructive. It just becomes mob rule. Yeah. And I think we've certainly seen that over the years, how things have changed and how as we put ourselves out there, certainly there's those people that don't agree with how we do things and they don't like our certain way mm -hmm. and that's okay yeah. but we can't stop being ourselves just because someone else thinks they have a better way right. whether it's a better way or not sometimes it is we we never profess to know that that we've never said ours is the way and ours is the only way and this is the only way to do something we have always admitted that there's many ways to do things and yeah. this is just what we've found through practice and experience and experience and practice and screwing up and so where were we in this rambunctious conversation about videos and looking things up online well funny story so we were just interrupted by a phone call from galena who we know is our frontline phone answerer slash troubleshooter and she has the lovely um, frontline responsibility of screening all of our incoming requests. And it's really interesting because there's a clear difference when people have been to our website and when people have not been to our website. It's almost like our certain way, like you had mentioned before, some people just won't like your certain way, but the right ones for you will like your certain way and you'll be able to notice that you talk in the same terms and you express um, your desires for life or for style of life in a similar fashion. So it's really a cool thing when we can tell that people have been to the website to get to know us a little bit because it just makes choosing them back so much easier. Mm -hmm. So that is just a fun story. Yeah, I think the importance of video goes back to that that we've shared ourselves, we've shared our lives and everything we do. We share our families, we, you know, we yeah, share it all our online, our, our dogs. And we don't, right we don't worry about if the dogs bark and we try to avoid that as much as possible, but that's just kind of part of who we are. And they're part of our lives and we go out and we have a good time and we share that part. We share the, the joy of what we do and the grind of what we do, but we certainly share way more than anybody else in terms of the human side, the people side of things. And I think that's where video makes a big difference. It definitely does. So whatever that woman's story is that you've, I have yet to hear about, just, you know, she's clearly saw something that she resonated with in who we are. Yeah, definitely. So on to topic number two today is about the, the skilled trades. Okay, so there's a bunch of things going on in the political climate right now that I don't want to get too deep into, but there is something that really bothers me at the core of my value system. And it, the thing that bothers me is we're in a state that it is mid-July, the um, COVID situation has been extended by our governor that I did not vote for through August 11th. And when our state shut down because of COVID, 
basically we were prohibited like everybody unless you worked at a grocery store or a hospital like you were prohibited from going to work which sent the entire state into a tailspin and then record unemployment numbers well yes because somebody dictated or mandated that nobody whether you were willing able and healthy whether or not you were was irrelevant you were not allowed to go to work so now the reports are coming out that record-breaking unemployment as bad as the great recession of course because you mandated a shutdown but then the next part of it is i believe it was ivanka trump made some remarks recently in the last couple days about thinking of trying something new so in the current state of the world instead of assuming that the path to a successful future is going to a college to obtain a degree, likely in a field that most people, like once you get a degree, often you don't ever work in the field that you get the degree in. But she was just saying that there are alternative places to look for that career. And the skilled trades are definitely something that people could pay more attention to. So there's a little bit of backlash now towards her for saying, because people are making assumptions that she's spoiled and rich and what would she know about normal people? Well, I don't believe that about her, but take it from me. Skilled trades are a viable option and those are something somebody could do instead of just going to a university and getting a degree. I mean, I'm in the pool industry and my areas of study were business and psychology, but I didn't need that to get into the pool industry. We have people on our team with master's degree in um, literature and writing and things like that, and yet they're working on pools. But you don't need something that elaborate for you to be able to work in the pool industry. So skilled trades are always necessary, always needed. There's a definite huge demand for the work right now. So like, let's not whatever is happening with these people not liking what she said, let's not do that because there is a definite need. I think what people don't realize, I think across the board, people completely about our industry for sure, is there's this assumption that it's a summer job and that, oh, it's not a real job. It's I'm only here for a while or whatever it is. And yet someone who takes what we do seriously can write literally write their ticket just about anywhere yeah. once they put their time in and learn the skill the difference between skilled labor in pools and skilled labor as a plumber electrician whatever is there's trade schools for that there are apprenticeships for that there's all these different steps that you can take to become a plumber become an electrician become a whatever the pool industry doesn't really have any organized system there's pool schools there's things that you can go to a little bit but there's no there's no university that has this as a curriculum there's no there's no one place you can take a lot of online classes and, and yeah. do some stuff however what people don't realize about our industry is they think it's all about well I'm, I'm either a, a grunt labor shoveling dirt out every day mm -hmm. or I'm a manager of a company or, or owner of a company, but there's there's just no in between in people's minds. 
and yet I look at the vast majority of people that get into the pool business, into the industry, stay there because there's so many interesting things to do. Mm-hmm. And the net result of that is there's a life set of skills that are just, you're growing and changing all the time. You're learning more. There's more stuff. And it's thrilling and exciting and it keeps you going. And once you put your time in, you could either spend all your money with a college education, spend lots and lots of money to get your qualification, but you're no more valuable because you really haven't learned the practical skills. Plus you come out of school with all this debt, but if you just get into the pool pool business and you work it and you learn it from the bottom up, the massive amount of knowledge and understanding is sensational. The pay can be sensational. And the the long-term, there is a huge viable option for people and they just don't get it. They kind of lump us in with landscapers. And unfortunately in the landscaping world, you're either a salesman or your labor. It's really kind of weird. There's there's very little different there's very little space in between, which I'm sure there's all kinds of project managers and all that kind of stuff, but there's a perception that you're either a salesman or you're an installer. And you're kind of there's no no in between and it's you're just planting plants all day, which that's not true either. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably similar to us. It's just that we have a much more vast amount of opportunity to learn and to grow and to change. Yeah. I think than there is in landscaping. Well, there's a lot of different areas that you can focus on. One of the things that attracts people to the pool industry is it is different every day. You very rarely, if you're working on a project, the way that we build them where it's all, you know, start to finish our company, you're very rarely doing the same thing two days in a row. More You'll get to do it on each project because each project has similar pieces. things. Yeah, similar pieces that you put together, but Every day is different and there is a certain like technical aptitude that you need to get to, whether it's the plumbing or the water chemistry or how they run and the equipment. There's also the aptitude on the construction side for how materials work together and what makes them stronger, what makes them weaker. There's all these areas that are great for somebody who likes to stay inspired through learning and changing and things like that. And then it's a career that you can have anywhere. So you could start in Michigan and you could end in Hawaii or an exotic island or wherever that is because there are not as many people that specialize in this type of knowledge that the demand is always there. They will, once you're good and very proficient at what you do, people will throw money at you to solve their problems because there's some things that some people just aren't willing to do because they haven't come across it yet. They don't have the confidence or they don't have the interest. So if you're able to fill in some of those areas, like you can, like Al said, write your own ticket anywhere you'd like to go, doing things that you'd like to be doing and making a great life for yourself with that. Yeah, and I think there's there's such a diversity in, in what we do, and there's such a pent-up need for skilled labor, for, for people that have those skill sets, that I really do think that you could write your ticket in just about any town that you went to, yeah. anywhere around this country, if not the world, with the right amount of skill set mm-hmm. and the right, the right amount of attitude that goes with it and understanding and, and uh, mm-hmm. personal growth, you could write your ticket anywhere. 
don't yeah. think there's any question about it. Low barrier to entry and the people in Low or no barrier to entry other than well, other some than hard you work. Having some you got to do some work. Being willing mm -hmm. to put the work in, but anywhere that you come into the pool industry when there's people that have been in it for a while, they will recognize that and they will go out of their way to make sure that you've got a place with them or like just think about that with us anybody that has potential like we would move obstacles out of their way to get them to a certain level of success and we know plenty of people in the local area same thing if you've got somebody that's good and they're looking for an opportunity send them my way because i'm looking you know we hear that all the time there's just such a huge huge opportunity so I would hope that people would get out of their own way, quit making assumptions, quit thinking that there's only one way to create a life, yeah, life. create a life that you can enjoy and really consider it as a viable the option. Technology and, and the media of our world today has sort of painted everything other than big tech and engineering and yeah. you know these certain things as as bad or inferior mm -hmm. and in no respects are they they're right. just a different set of trades right. and we've known many people in our lives that have been tradesmen i guess i guess there's that blue collar white collar thing as well although i don't even think that this generation today understands what that even means yeah. they probably it's, that's an old term for us there, there yeah. probably isn't yeah. but they don't know that it's okay to to be a skilled laborer because there's a massive amount of opportunity there yeah. for er literally everyone, not just men, yeah. women for women sure. Too. We've proven that and what we do is that yeah. girls have an amazing ability yeah. to do these same skills. So yeah, it's really interesting. So I would say just uh, the two lessons, takeaways for today, do the video because just think of how many times you look things up online. And whether it's video or blogging or a combination, really a combination would be best, best because you definitely have specialized knowledge that other people are looking for and they're not looking for you to be the expert, they're looking for you to give the examples. Here's what I... Encounter. Here's, Here's what, what I did. know. Here are some some things that you know I noticed, and that is purely what people are looking for. And then the second thing is encourage the learning and delving into skilled trades because it's it's huge. There is an entire just amount of untapped potential waiting for people who look into it. In all in all trades, we're talking specifically pools because yeah. it's it's where we're it's at. What we but know. But that's across the There's board. All of the trades are, are really looking for that next generation of people. And, and there's certainly money to be made, good livings to be made, uh, happy lives to be had. And without all the stresses and things of barrier of entry, like you yeah. talked about, is there's a lot of people who never imagined going to college because of the cost to get there. Without even knowing whether it's gonna do for them or their life, they think they're somehow supposed to. They don't yeah. know that they can. And that's where the trades is a low barrier, no barrier entry in. Yep. And you'll go as far as you choose to go. That's the difference as well. Yeah. Is if you wanna go in and just make your money every day, trudge through the same thing, you're okay with making a few bucks, it's one thing. But if you wanna go somewhere in a trade, in the pool business, mm -hmm. be a sponge. Yeah. Learn, say, I can do it, I'll try to do it. 
be the first person to jump in. And when you jump in, the more and more you jump in, the more you realize you can kind of do anything yeah. if you just set your mind to it. And once you have that skill set and you go, yeah, of course I've run an excavator. Yeah, sure, I've done this. Yeah, sure, I've done that. Yeah, I've plumbed a pool. Yeah, I've uh, set a skimmer. Yeah, I've tiled a thing. Yeah, I've, you know, what a set a liner. Yeah, I've replaced a pump heater filter. You know, whatever. I've played with automation. Yeah. Once you can say that, you're ready to take it anywhere you want. You go wherever you want and find a job and make good money doing it. Let alone, we're not even talking about going out on your own and starting your own company, yeah. but even as a Which employee of a company, yeah. you can make a darn good living yeah. by taking the time. That's your education. You're being paid to educate, be educated. Instead of going to five years of college, do five years where you're getting paid to work, but be a sponge and learn. Commit yourself to, uh, to that 10,000 hours, whatever it's going to take. You put those hours in and you, you write the ticket wherever you want to go. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.